The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. His name is Bernard Hilstein. He resides in Passaic, New Jersey. His wife died six years ago. After his wife died, his eyesight began to dim. He didn't have any children. He was all alone. His friends recommended that he not live alone. It's not safe. And he should enter an assisted living complex. And finally, after a lot of conjoling, he capitulated and found a beautiful assisted living complex in Florida, where he always wanted to go. Warm weather. All Shemesh Shabbos. All the amenities that you could want. The shul, the besmedrish, shiurim. He signed up. He gave a deposit. And he even let the owner of his house, he was renting him, Psaic, he let him know that in a month from now, he will be terminating his lease. Now, at the same time, Mr. Bernie, as he was known, adopted an I&C shepherd dog because of his eyesight that had dimmed. A few weeks after putting the deposit down on the assisted living center, he was reading the contract. And he saw a fine print that said, no pets allowed. Not even a service dog. Bernie was livid. How did he not see that? But number two, I cannot go to this assisted living complex without Oakley. Oakley is my best friend. I need Oakley. If I don't go with Oakley, then Bernie's not going. But he already gave the deposit. He already terminated his contract with his current home. What does he do? He called the assisted living complex and they told him rules are rules. No pets allowed. He called the clergyman and he begged and he pleaded. I need this dog. I cannot see. This is my life. This is my child. And the clergyman told him, I'm so sorry, Bernie. I wish I could help you. But this is the policy of this assisted living center. I cannot change it. It's not even my policy. It's ownership. There's nothing I can do. Bernie saw he had nowhere to turn. He goes to his Rav. His Rav is Rav Eisenman in Psaic. Very well-known Rav. And he tells him his dilemma. Rabbi Eisenman says, I can try to help you. He calls the clergyman and he explains the predicament of his congregant. The clergyman says, there's nothing I can do. My hands are tied. However, you can call the owner yourself. He's the only one who could change the policy. He's an older yid. He's a Holocaust survivor. His name is Mr. Herzl. Give him a call. Fine. Mr. Eisman, Rabbi Eisman, pulls Mr. Herzl. He says, he says I, I need to meet with you. He says, I want to tell you something. You're very lucky. I live in Florida, but I'm coming for a chasna in Borough Park next week. If you want, you can meet me at my grandchildren's home in Borough Park, and we can talk there. But Eisen comes to the door. He knocks. Mr. Herzl, he's 95 years old, opens the door, extends his hands, and gives him a warm shalom aleichem. And as his hands is extended, he sees the infamous numbers tattooed on his arm. Rabbi Eisen says to himself, there is no chance that I am going to convince him to allow a German shepherd in his complex.
just listen, I'm here already. Let me just do my due diligence. Let me put in my effort. At least I tried. I could go back to Bernie and tell him I tried. Mr. Herzl welcomes him into his living room. And on the table is kokosh cake, oozing with chocolate, sweet, sweet tea. Sits down. Mr. Herzl says to Rabbi Eisman, so tell me, how can I help you? He says, well, I have a congregant. He could barely see. He has an INC German Shepherd dog, and he can only come with this dog. Can he have permission? Mr. Herzl looks down. He responds, Lo Yecharatz Kelev Lishainai. Rabbi Eisman looks, says, What are you talking about? It's a Pusik and Shemurs, Pusik and Bo. No dog barked. What does this have to do with what I'm asking you? Mr. Herzl says, I'll tell you. He says, 78 years ago, 1945, we all knew the war's over. The Germans, Yamach Shimon, knew the war's over. We were being liberated. And you know what the mission was? Kill every single Jew. I went and I hid. I hid under a bunker. The Nazis came with German shepherd dogs sniffing for bodies for people just to kill them. And I'm under this bunker. And I hear the German shepherd parading through the bunker with his boots. And I hear the dog. And I'm uttering, Lo Yecharatz Kalev Lashayna. Lo Yecharatz Kalev Lashayna. Please repeat your shalala. And the German shepherd just walked right over me. Did not even sniff that I was there. And I was saved. And I said to myself at that moment, I want to pay back a German shepherd. Rabbi Eisman, I've been waiting 78 years for you to come. Of course, Bernie could bring his dog to my assisted living. It's my hoda. It's my thanks. You see an amazing thing here, an amazing lesson. People, and I'm not judging, cannot judge, but we know many people who survived the Holocaust and are bitter, for whatever the reasons are. But then there are people who survived the war, like Mr. Herzl. He was afraid for his life, like everybody else was. And he saw the positive. I have to pay back a German shepherd. He waited 78 years to pay back a German shepherd. That's seen the positive. It's a small little thing, but it saved his life. I believe this is what we could learn from the Miragla. Look positive! positive. See positive. That's what the Rebunny Shalom wants from us. You can always see the bad. You can always see the negative. Go out of your way and see the positive and you'll be rewarded. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.